2: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I'll be joined shortly by Chris Biederman. A couple of 49ers news and notes as we enter March. We're recording this on March 1st. Uh, We're going to talk about the report that the 49ers called the Panthers about Teddy Bridgewater. And we'll also talk a little bit about J.J. Watt signing with the Cardinals.
0: Blue Wire. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass caught by
1: Kittle. He dives and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is gonna
2: go. Touchdown. All right, Chris, the faux quarterback carousel continues to sort of spin. In in the NFL offseason, the 49ers, according to a report from The Athletic, have called the Panthers about the availability of quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Your
1: thoughts? Uh, I don't think the 49ers are calling about Teddy Bridgewater as a potential starter slash upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. I think if they were calling... It was most likely because they're looking at options as a backup, and I think if Teddy Bridgewater were to get cut by Carolina, which has been um, speculated, then he would be a very intriguing option as a backup. Probably one of the better options that are available, and there are actually a lot of um, pretty decent backup options on the free agent market already. Um, whether you're talking, you know, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, you know, Andy Dalton uh, and the like. So to me, it, it's, it It seems like it's one of those cases, and this happens a lot, and I think it gets misconstrued by, by the public sometimes and maybe even the people reporting it, but sometimes due diligence and just fact-finding isn't necessarily a signal that the 49er or that any team is like actively trying to get a player like the 49ers are clearly looking at the quarterback market and they might have called Carolina gauging what they're going to do with uh with Bridgewater and I, I think those conversations happen a lot and very few of them get reported but when they do get reported and and obviously the 49ers quarterback situation is a hot button issue and it has been throughout Really, you know, since November, I would guess, um, when Garoppolo got hurt for the second time against the Seahawks. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I think it's it sort of gets sensationalized because of the climate that we're in in social media. I don't think, I, I mean, I don't really know what the logic would be for the 49ers in making Teddy Bridgewater their starter or or trading for him when you can sign somebody at a cheaper price without giving up draft capital like you said before we came on um so to me i think it it reads as the 49ers are doing their due diligence on checking in um, around the league and seeing who could potentially be available as a backup i would be i would be stunned frankly yeah. if if they added teddy bridgewater with the thinking that he would be the starter or like compete with a rookie and and they get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo for Teddy Bridgewater. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Garoppolo is a better player. They both have injury histories, but you know, Garoppolo is already on the roster. You don't have to give up anything to get him. There would be some cost saving if you do trade for Bridgewater, but again, why are you trading picks to to downgrade a quarterback? That wouldn't really make much sense to me. So to me, I, I think that the Niners are surveying the landscape and looking at backup options
2: the only way it makes sense outside of what you just said because i think i think you hit the nail on the head is if i'm gonna pick the bears called the niners and said hey we'll give you 20 for garoppolo pick 20 the right the number 20 pick the bears pick 20th overall in the first round and they called the 49ers and said hey uh we'll give you 20 for garoppolo what do you think And the Niners maybe were going to explore other possible starter. But again, that seems really far-fetched in A, that the 49ers wouldn't just jump on that right away, but B, that they would, like you just said, if, let's say that scenario plays out, okay, that's, that's fine. But a player like Jacoby Brissett, or even I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, or even Cam Newton, I think all A, come cheaper, and B, aren't going to cost you a draft pick. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I I really think, unless the 49ers are just sky high on Teddy Bridgewater and they see something that, that I don't, because obviously a name comes up for the 49ers, you know where I am, in the lab. <laughs> and I just, so, no, but seriously, I, I popped on a, a couple of Panthers games, and I just you know, randomly click through a few plays. I'm, I'm not, I don't want it to come across like I sat here and grinded four hours of Teddy Bridgewater tape. I took 20 <laughs> minutes and, and watched probably 15 plays. But it's just, there was nothing that I saw that was like, oh yeah, that, that guy. You know, right. it's, it would be, I think, a lateral move. Best case. And worst case, yeah. it could be a disaster. And you're giving up a draft pick to do it and the the savings I just if you're gonna save money on a quarterback you have to really be saving money not not you know five or six million dollars yeah or whatever yeah. or whatever Bridgewater would would save them this year
1: yeah I don't I don't think it makes much sense I think it's sort of is along the, the same lines and now I, I do think there there might be a little bit more credibility to this report than than other reports that have circled around the internet mm-hmm. over um you know over the last couple months but um i i just yeah i agree with you i don't know what the benefit really would be in trading for somebody like that to downgrade a quarterback if you if you are going to move on from garoppolo i just think I, I just think the niners are way more content with garoppolo than i guess the the rest of the general public is um and we'll see and maybe that changes but uh, i'm still of the mind that Garoppolo is more than likely going to be the Niners starter in twenty twenty one. And I think really their main objective when it comes to the quarterback spot is upgrading the backup situation just in case Garoppolo does get hurt again. And I think Bridgewater would be a really nice acquisition if you could get him um if you could get him as a free agent, if you're not giving up a draft pick for him and if you're not paying him seventeen million dollars. Because I don't think there's a backup quarterback in the league that's that's worth seventeen million dollars and that's what you would pay him if you trade for him, barring a restructure. But if he's cut loose, then you could sign him for whatever contract you want. And if that's the case, then you're probably looking at something more like you know eight, nine, ten million dollars maybe for a backup, sure. which is cheaper which is in, than he would be. Cheaper, which it, it's and it's not nothing, obviously, because the Forty Nineers only have thirteen, fourteen million in cap space right now. I um, just,
2: I, I think the important point that you're making here is just because a team calls about a player doesn't mean the 49ers called the Panthers and said, hey, we have a second-round pick for Teddy Bridgewater. What do you say? Right. They could have called and said, hey, I saw this thing that you're uh, going to pursue Deshaun Watson. Does that mean Teddy Bridgewater is going to be available? And they said, yeah, maybe. And the really? 49ers went, great, thanks.
3: Yeah, it and could be. If- it
2: could be as... as little as that
1: totally and it could also be a scenario where you know the 49ers are a team that's two years removed from the super bowl and a lot of people talk about them potentially needing a quarterback and the the nfl all the back channeling that goes on a lot of it's about creating leverage for yourself right and so if you are trying to create any sort of trade market for um Teddy Bridgewater and this report came out of Carolina. It came out of um a, a Joe person, the beat writer for the Athletic over there in Carolina citing sources with the team saying that the 49ers called on Bridgewater. Um so, you know, the 49ers are a pretty good team and if you're trying to create you know, if if they're healthy, they're a good team. If if you try to create if you're trying to create a market, something you could do it would would potentially be like telling other teams or leaking it out to the media that, Hey, this team that went to the Super Bowl two years ago might be interested in this quarterback. Um, if you don't want that to happen, you should up your offer or whatever. Right? Like that yeah. that's just sort of how leverage play works. And that's just right. an example of what could be happening. I'm not, I'm not saying I know for certain that that's happened. Um, and I'm certainly not saying I know I- exactly what the 49ers motivations are because I haven't talked to anybody about this yet, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, yeah, (laughs) I am. Um, but it's, you know, it, it just seems to me like a situation that's, that maybe something will come to fruition if they do end up getting Bridgewater as a backup. But for now, I think it's more just, just fact-finding and just a conversation that happened to be, become public. And, uh, and again, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, Caroline is putting that out there as some sort of leverage play to try to create whatever market that could be created for somebody like Teddy Bridgewater, who, who, you know, I think is at the point in his career now where he would be a high quality backup and not somebody you'd be super thrilled with being your starting quarterback, which is, you know, the Panthers sort of find themselves now where the Niners were in 2017 when, you know, Brian Hoyer was their clear starting quarterback, right? Um, And so I I think Carolina is going to be certainly in the mix for Deshaun Watson. And so if that's the case, they're probably going to figure out a way to offload Bridgewater, whether it's trade or release. And and I think the 49ers are just sort of um, gathering information and and if that were to, to, you know, come about.
2: Yeah, I think if they were in a spot like they were at, like at the end of – not, I guess, in the end of 2017 because they had traded for Garoppolo. But if they were in a spot where, you know, they didn't have a quarterback that they were comfortable with, then maybe there's a little bit more to this. But I just – I don't think there's a lot here.
1: Yeah. I think Bridgewater is a, is sort of the prototype bridge quarterback. Pun intended? Apologies for the pun. It? Yeah, I don't know if – the yes. no, I don't think the pun was intended. Yes. Just the bridge quarterback's – mm-hmm. That's a normal gonna, term, you know. I wasn't gonna, trying to be clever. I'm gonna hope it was. You gonna hope it was a pun? Yeah. We're probably not the first or last people to make the bridge quarterback pun with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah,
2: you're probably right, but I'm gonna believe not only that you did it on purpose, but that <laughs> you're the first person to do it.
1: Okay. All right. So here's one. Um, if Teddy Bridgewater were a chopped basket ingredient. <laughs> <would it be. laughs>
2: Okay, Uh, we need to when in like June when there's nothing going on. We need to commit a whole pod to this. (laughs) Going through the I'm gonna try. I am gonna do every piece of of producer maneuvering I know how to do to get chopped host Ted Allen on the pod, (laughs) so we can roll through this. God,
1: that would be excellent,
2: dude. What do you do? I have a cat puking just. (laughs) Mid Pod, really?
1: <laughs> oh man, that's Mid Pod. This guy. All right, that's fun. Pets are fun. Do you have to go, Ted Allen? I don't. We're okay. good. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we have anything else on
2: uh, on Teddy Two Gloves? Is that no? We don't. We're done with Teddy Two Gloves. But you know, what we're not done with uh, Blue Wire Hustle. That's it. I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Teddy Bridgewater may not take the 49ers to the next level, but Blue Wire will take your podcast to the next level. That's a fact. Or if you want to host a podcast and you just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q and A's with Blue Wire's top podcasters. You'll get access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. It's an awesome, awesome package to get you started. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month. That's right, $15 a month, about the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just to get set up. Not only is Blue Wire Hustle gonna set you up, they're gonna get you all the stuff I mentioned earlier. So whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you wanna grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join, or check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that is bwhustle.com join. So some other 49ers news that relates a little bit less directly to the 49ers is that J.J. Watt, former Houston Texan, has signed a two-year deal with the arizona cardinals not to be confused with kj watt who is a peloton user
1: um <laughs> so chris jj watt also works out chris works and i think out, he wants that to be clear um just based on his social he also he's a he works out in a beanie
2: so many he's squats. one of those guys so the cardinals according to adam schefter so according to jj watt he's signing with the cardinals He posted a tweet today, which good on J.J. Watt and good on the Cardinals for not leaking that. Yeah. I mean, up until this morning when J.J. Watt tweeted out that he was going to the Cardinals, it was Buffalo, Cleveland, and Green Bay were the teams everybody was all hot on for him. And then Mm -hmm. he just tweets out a picture of him in a Cardinals shirt and says, source me. I thought that was great. Uh, Adam Schefter says Cardinals are giving JJ Watt a two year, $31 million deal that includes $23 million guaranteed. I don't think we need to dive into the numbers because we haven't seen the structure yet. But yeah,
1: I'm withholding judgment until, yeah, until we see the
2: structure. Easing off of that, we'll do another pod regarding the structure of that deal. But I don't think either of us or anybody, you know, really thought that this was a play the 49ers were going to make. No. But they now have to deal with it. I mean, Arizona with Chandler Jones was already a pain. And now you get JJ Watt lined up on the other side where he doesn't have to be the primary pass rusher. And I think this is the way where he can kind of extend his run of being a really, really top flight player on the edge, even as he enters his his mid thirties.
1: Yeah. And he can move around. Um, He could play inside and I, I'm really curious to see how how the Cardinals are going to use him because you know that he was still a very productive player along the edge last year. Um, but I, I think it could be that at this point in his career, maybe maybe kicking inside would would be ultimately a better use for him. And it, and if you do end up kicking him inside, do you put him on the same side as Chandler Jones? Um, and if you do do that, and you're playing the 49ers, do you line up? on the left side of the defense and go against the right side of the 49ers offensive line and go against Mike McGlinchey and Daniel Brunskill or Colton McKivitz or whoever's playing right guard um, and really challenge the 49ers sort of Achilles heel that way. And and Achilles heel is, you know, that's that that's the 49ers issue offensively aside from, like, quarterback health right now as we're talking on March 1st. Maybe in two and a half weeks that changes and they make additions at right guard or center and free agency. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty big deal because the NFC West is really tough, and the Cardinals were 8-8, eight and eight and, you know, they were, they were sort of a, a disappointing 8-8, eight eight, right? Like, they, they had pretty high expectations. A lot of people thought they were going to take the leap, and their season sort of sputtered um, at the end after a pre- pretty promising start that included that week one win over the 49ers. Um, but this, you know, with Matthew Stafford coming to the NFC West, now you have J.J. Watt. Um, you know, these guys are not, maybe Stafford's still in his absolute prime, but Watt probably isn't, but he's, he's still a pretty significant upgrade for Arizona. And so, you know, if you're the Niners and your goal is to win the NFC West, then this, this is just another challenge that you're going to have to face twice a year. And, uh, and the good news is, I guess, is, you know, you, I don't know how comparable Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt are right now, just given that they are at different points in their careers and Watt and, and Donald's more more entrenched on the inside as, as sort of a three technique while Watt lines up mostly outside and moves around a little bit. But, like, now you already have to go against Aaron Donald twice a year. You already had to go against Chandler Jones twice a year. Now you have to add J.J. Watt into that mix playing alongside Chandler Jones. So... You know, it's I don't think it it really changes into like I don't think the Cardinals by any means are like favorites in the in the NFC West now, but I think Mm -hmm. it makes them better. Um, But I am curious to see, you know, is Watt going to be healthy He's only he's played in a full 16 game slate in two out of the last five years, um, which included, you know, he played in three games in 2016, five games in 2017, eight games in 2019. Um, you know, all playing full seasons in 2018 and 2020. So, you know, he hasn't had a double-digit sack season since 2018. Um, I still think he's a good player. He's probably – I mean, he's certainly an upgrade of what what they have. But he's at a a point in his career where if you're the 49ers and you're really trying to make sure you have a durable roster and everybody healthy, J.J. Watt's not a guy you get. But if you're Arizona and you really are trying to make a splash addition to your defensive front – then it does make sense. But I'm I'm a little um I'd be a little skeptical about paying JJ Watt that kind of money yeah. given his injury history. Because that could be problematic for them in the same way that, you know, D Ford's contract is is problematic for the 49ers right now.
2: Yeah, and that that was I think the injury history was, was a concern. How many productive years he has left was a concern. He was gonna have to go to the right team, and I think I think you're right. I think there's a bunch of ways that Arizona can use him that that is going to help. And then there's the unquantifiable things where, you know, you talk about culture and can he be a leader on a defense that, that you know, is kind of looking for that, especially if Patrick Peterson gone. So while I think here's the thing, this makes life more difficult for the 49ers. Like for sure, the, the Cardinals got better today, but this isn't like, they traded for Deshaun Watson. No, it's not going to be that type of impact. And J.J. Watt is not a defensive player of the year candidate anymore. He's good, but right. he's not this elite game wrecking player anymore. I don't think. No,
1: so he, he's probably a he's probably at this point just a really good defensive end. Yeah, or defensive lineman.
2: Yeah, and like I said, with, I don't want that,
1: injury issues. I don't want
2: it to seem like like. He's bad. The the Cardinals undoubtedly got better, but I just don't think that it felt like there was a an initial reaction that was that was like, Oh man, (laughs) the NFC West it's just it's like, yeah, the NFC West is gonna be hard. Yeah. And it's it's still going to be. It just the, the Cardinals got a little bit a little bit better. Um if the 49ers are getting a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think the Cardinals are, be- the Cardinals are better than them. I didn't think that before with
1: the Watt signing, and I,
2: I, I don't think it now. Yeah. So,
1: um, Looking at Watt's tweet, definitely portrait mode. So he had somebody, unless he like took a, the world's most awkward selfie, on the weight rack. Mm. Definitely portrait mode. Um, he's making a very stern face forward. Maybe like looking forward into the twenty twenty one season, like his focus is there in his new Cardinal shirt. And he's wearing a beanie because it's probably freezing in whatever whatever gym he's at. And can and,
2: I can I I need this is great. I'm so glad you wanted to do this because I have I have more takes. His um, his
1: his avatar. Can we talk about his avatar?
2: Please start while I go find this picture.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. JJ Watt is just you know, like he's a cartoon. He's yeah. a
2: li- he's like he's like hey how do you think uh NFL player from Wisconsin would act? Yeah, it's just he's he's that.
1: Yeah, and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like you know. Oh my god, his profile picture. It's it's incredible. It's just it's super. He looks like, like the Incredible Hulk, dude. Yeah, he's like he's obviously just done a set of. Of arms or chest or shoulders or something, he looks enormous.
2: He looks (laughs) mammoth. Did you? Oh my god! (laughs) I don't
1: know. We like we know you're big, man.
2: (laughs) So, so the other thing I wanted to point out is the shirt he's wearing in this photo. Yeah, looks to be a. Oh, that's definitely portrait mode, by the way. Oh yeah. Looks to be a what's that like three-quarter sleeve baseball type t-shirt
1: called uh yeah it's a ra- not raglan is that no, right? no i know what you're ta- it's i mean i never like I a was three-quarter never a sleeve like yeah. a
2: three-quarter sleeve baseball shirt yeah. and it looks cotton like yeah. you're an nfl football player and you're not working out in some kind of dry fit gross yeah. that's gross
1: yeah and he's not a nike guy so he couldn't wear any like official league apparel so he's got because like Nike's the official supplier of NFL gear and he's wearing Cardinals Oh, like, that's right. He's a no Reebok one. guy, which of yeah.
2: course he is.
1: <laughs> he's just corny.
2: And look, on what day of camp does JJ Watt break the Arizona Cardinals record for box jumps? <laughs> additionally, additionally,
1: is there going to be is there going to be a video montage of JJ Watt working out outside as oh the sun my God, goes dude. down? Somewhere on the Cardinals website or social Absolutely, media platforms.
2: Absolutely, dude. That's <laughs> happening ASAP. You're gonna get uh you're gonna get the oh my god, it's already making me sick. The first day of voluntary workouts, you're gonna get the beat writer tweets okay. after the workout. Be like last player on the field, JJ Watt. <laughs> He's gonna last, be on the jugs last player machine today. Last you remember player?
1: hard hard knocks when he was on the jugs machine. So, dude, so good. <laughs> and, and this I, is
2: not JJ Watt is a Hall of Famer. He's an incredible yeah, generational defensive talent. And he raised 30, thirty million dollars.
1: He raised thirty million dollars or whatever obscene amount of money it was for right. for Houston after the right. hurricane. So we're not trying to denigrate any of that. It's just no, some but, of the yeah. other decisions that he makes as a self promoter. He's Um, like a
2: football player from a Disney movie about a high school where (laughs) the movie isn't about football. There's just a character in there. Who's a football (laughs) player. That's JJ watt.
1: I like that. I like that. Like you're yeah, your Twitter doesn't need to look like a Tinder profile
2: by all, by all accounts. Great guy. Yeah. A really good football player. Not by every account, but, who was Unin- it that had, who was it that had the, uh, oh, the, the bills writer.
1: Yeah. Someone on the, on the Texans coaching staff said Watt only wanted his stats. And yeah. Wasn't a good teammate and all that stuff. Well, yeah. I don't know about that, but
2: apparently playing for the Texans sucks. So I can't blame him for
1: that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anybody really associated with this, with, with the Texans at this point coming out and saying stuff like that is just is it's just, it's, it's
2: just Hey, Hey, <laughs> I got two more things. Yeah. Um, all right. First of all, we have his uh, banner photo. It's just him doing like high knees, but it's a silhouette behind like an <laughs> like an all white wall. And then his location. Oh no! His location is <laughs> United States of America. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man that's great
2: that's awesome that's really good doesn't want to be too um doesn't want to be too specific about his location uh but then of course you know his pin tweet hurricane Harvey relief two-year update and all the incredible things he and his foundation did for the city of houston so shout out to jj watt for that and um it's going to be exciting watching him play twice a year
1: he also has his own logo on uh, his lifting. Like, he has... I don't know what it's called. It's like a little, like, riser where you, like, do deadlifts and powerlifts on. Mm. And he has his own logo on those. Which, like, sure, why not? I would do, You've made a you've I'm, I'm going to be honest with you.
2: I'm going to be honest with you. I'd do the exact same thing if I had that kind of... You'd have if some I had sort of, like, kind of
1: KM, like, anagram. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Sorry. I would
2: absolutely... <laughs> if I had the amount of juice J.J. Watt has... I would one thousand percent have monogrammed
1: weights. Is that a uh, is that an accusation? About what?
2: juice? No, 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 no. Okay. I just mean like pull, like social okay. pull, right, or right, money.
1: Right, right, right. If you had an Instagram account, you had to maintain the same way that Watt does. You would throw your logo in there.
2: Oh my god! Every chance I got,
1: just customized like KM like dumbbells. Yeah. Why would you not? Honestly, why would you not do that? And just have like the lab written somewhere and like neon lights. (laughs) Call call your weight room the lab.
2: And he doesn't even probably. He probably doesn't even pay for a lot of this stuff. No, you're a weight company, and you're like, what? JJ Watt wants to post our weights all over his Instagram. Yeah, here, have a whole set.
1: Yeah, what do you want? uh, You
2: want a monogrammed? Go ahead.
1: Yeah, there are. I, I know of um, at least one prominent 49ers player who has done s- similar things recently. When it comes to not having to pay for gym equipment and having it yeah. sent to you, yeah, um,
2: I bet he has about eighty-five pounds worth of weights, <laughs> at least, <laughs>
1: at least. Um, yeah. So yeah, not JJ Watt's good player. If I if I He's had make the Cardinals, if I had to that play. kind
2: of equipment. There would be a situation where I owe a lot of money to some people.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I think I've had... But the weight
2: room would be gorgeous. <laughs> All
1: right. We need to go. Um, short episode today. We'll be back later in the week. Um, Going to talk free agency. It's yeah, gonna, we It's It's getting to that time where we got to start really diving into free agency and... Um, sort of how the roadmap the 49ers can take Whether or not, you know, starting with Trent Williams and all of that And then how their options change if they don't bring back Trent Williams And if they do, and um, what guys we think make sense So that, that'll that be something we talk about Thursday And also some cap machinations um, because, Cap machinations Yeah, because there's there's some cap stuff going on and So and... much to
2: machinate <laughs> Machinate and cheese I'm sorry <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, we'll be back Thursday with, with much more stuff. But We're um, going to
2: machinate all over this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talk to you guys then.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?